This is, Is Fasting Healthy? with Mackenzie Drebbit. Hi, my name is Mackenzie Drebbit. Today we're going to talk about fasting and the different kinds of fasts. Fasts are something that is a little bit trending now, especially amongst uh, Christian communities that want to be more spiritual or things like this, where they uh, are fasting for a day or a couple days, just water. Are these fasts beneficial? Are there benefits to fasting? What are they? This is what we're going to talk about today. So first we have to define what kind of fast we're talking about because there's many different kinds of fasts. Are we talking about just a water fast? Are we talking about a juice fast? A no sugar fast? A fast food fast? A f uh, are we talking about a fast that's abstaining from just food but we're still having juice or water or other things? What exactly are we talking about? A raw fast? So this is where it is very important to define the different kinds of fasts because like we've been talking about our body requires a certain amount of nutrition every day in order to function properly and we need to make sure we're not starving our organs, our brain and things from nutrients and causing injury instead of helping our body by giving it a rest. So some of the implications or complications that can happen from fasting are as follows. You can have kidney stones, low blood sugar, irregular heartbeat, gouty arthritis, headaches or lightheadedness, abdominal pain or nausea, and other things. Now these things can happen because of the lack of nutrition that we're eating and if we're going with just water or even no water then we can be starving certain organs or our brain from things that's causing some of these symptoms. But if we're talking about having short fasts, short-term fasting can actually help with brain regeneration of its cells. But we need to make sure that we're not starving our body at the same time or else it can't rebuild. So in order to do that, you can have a water fast, but you're taking fresh juices. So your body's not taking the energy to digest because digestion takes a lot of energy. And if we can remove that from the equation, but still giving it the nutrients it needs to function properly, enough carbohydrates and vitamins in the form of a juice, a fresh juice, then our body is able to build on the things and do other process that it's not able to do normally. So even a 36 hour fast, once a week or every couple weeks can be very beneficial as long as we're making sure that we are supplementing our nutrients so that we're not starving our brain and our organs in the process therefore hurting ourselves instead of helping ourselves which is why we're doing the fast in the first place. For example, you can do a couple day fast or even a week or several weeks on something like the master cleanse which is a good example of a fast, but you're still giving your body the nutrients it needs through the lemon juice and the maple syrup, which is what you take during a master cleanse. And you're taking quite high quantities. So you're giving enough carbohydrates and vitamin C and other vitamins in order to function properly, but still allowing your body to rest during that period, to refresh, to recycle, to go through all these things that it's not able to do 
while it's doing hard digestion all the time. Another form of fasting that's very popular is intermittent fasting. Now there's a couple issues with intermittent fasting. The first one is typically how it's done is a 16-hour fasting cycle with up to an 8-hour eating period. And typically that starts at noon and goes to 8 o'clock at night or even starts at 2 and goes till 10 o'clock at night. There are several reasons that can cause issues. Number one, your heaviest meal is right before you go to sleep. Then your organs aren't getting a rest at the proper time they should. The hormones aren't able to release because you're causing too much energy to be used for digestion instead of the rest and the rebuilding overnight that your body needs to regenerate. And then you're missing the most important meal of the day, which is breakfast, breaking the fast. That is so you can fully restore your energy in the morning so that you can go throughout your day healthfully and that your metabolism is actually running adequately. Because if you're eating at the end of the day, you're not going to digest in the three to five hours that you typically would. You will take five, eight, ten hours because you're doing it through your sleep and not a proper position, which is lying down, which is also hard on the digestive tract. So we want to be making sure that our last meal of the day is our most easy to digest or our lightest meal so that once we start sleeping, our body is able to rest properly. We also need to be making sure that our meals are spaced properly so that we're not interrupting the digestion during each meal because that can cause fermentation of the food and many other issues leading to things like leaky gut or other digestive issues. So we want to make sure that the stomach has been fully emptied before we're introducing new foods into the stomach so that the digestion is going to go smoothly. So we want to make sure we're getting four to five hours. Now this is going to depend on the person. Everybody's going to be different, how everybody's metabolism is functioning. And if it's not functioning properly, and even after five hours, you're still feeling like there's food in your stomach, then we have other things that we need to deal with and look a little bit more into why the digestion is being so slowed down and make sure that is sped up to a proper rate so that we can eat at proper regulated times because our body runs on a clock and when our meals are all over the place our body starts to prepare for one meal at a certain time and then if we don't feed it it doesn't know what to do with the stomach acid it just prepared so then it starts to remove that. Then we introduce food. Now it has an overload because it's not ready. And then our body gets very upset. So regular meals and proper spacing also contributes to having a healthy diet. And when we're fasting or doing intermittent fasting, where we're skipping breakfast and we're eating later at night, throws off our body's clock. So we want to make sure that we can potentially even flip that time. So we're starting in the morning and then we're ending earlier when our body wants to start going to that resting phase. So for example, there's a difference between weight loss, bodybuilding, and actually being healthy. So if you look at a bodybuilding program, they're going to eat possibly every two hours. 
and quite a substantial meal every two hours. Now this may be ideal for building muscle and for bodybuilding, but it is not ideal for actually being healthy and having a healthy body. So there's a difference between doing something just to lose weight, but doing it in an unhealthy way, and then you're an unhealthy person that has lost weight. We want to be losing weight properly. We want to be gaining muscle properly so that we're staying as healthy as possible, so our mind is as healthy as possible. Now, I want to read a couple quotes. It is the custom and order of society to take a slight breakfast, but this is not the best way to treat the stomach. At breakfast time, the stomach is in better condition to take care of more food than at the second or third meal of the day. The habit of eating a sparing breakfast and a large dinner is wrong. Make your breakfast correspond more nearly to the heartiest meal of the day. So we can see here she's talking about skipping that meal or having a small breakfast is not as beneficial as having a large breakfast and then tapering off at the end of the day. This is from Councils for the Church, page 224. The practice of eating but two meals a day is generally found a benefit to health, yet under some circumstances, persons may require a third meal. This should, however, if taken at all, be very light and food most easily digested. When students combine physical and mental taxation, the objection to the third meal is to a great extent removed. Let the students have the third meal, prepared without vegetables, but with simple wholesome food such as fruit and bread. So it also determines on what your activity level is. Now we should be making sure that we're exercising every day to stay healthy. But if our job is mainly inside at a desk, an office job, at the computer, we're not burning all that excess energy and we're not breaking down the fibers as much as someone who's doing a lot of physical work. So taking less food in can be beneficial because we're not overloading the body with too much digestion and then having this excess food to deal with, excess insulin, without the energy removal in order to take care of that. So fasting can be very beneficial when done intelligently and done in a way that isn't going to injure yourself by still making sure you're getting the nutrients that you need, making sure you're still hydrated, you don't want to be going without water, and then when you are having your food again, because fasting isn't a long-term thing, you need to make sure that your meals are structured properly and you're still getting in the proper nutrients so that your body can function adequately. We hope these videos have been informative and that you have learned something about how your body works. Thank you for watching and we will see you next time.